welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. We love a link tree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Let's get political. The final challenge before the finale of Drag Race Belgique had the queens prepare statements to their people of Belgium. So who rose to the occasion and who lost the essence of drag in their speech? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Belgique. And joining me is someone who is going to be a future leader of the UN, Patricia Diamond. Oh my God. This this challenge was made for you. No, I have a bad work ethic. So, Well, I mean... You're, I probably wouldn't do well because it's too much work. That's true. That's true. Uh, I got no new drag news of the week. All the new drag news is out there, um, except um, if anyone's seen the spoilers potentially for uh, what happened at that finale taping. Ooh, girl. I uh, hope that person's okay. Um, but let me leave the disclaimer. It's an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as present in the best reality television production. We are showing the editing and television show wants to see. We are actually present. Yes, the real people got an opportunity to go and tell them to share the draft, but they've also been discussed. But in the podcast, we're presenting to discuss the reality television show. All right, since last we spoke, I'm convinced it's none of those words. Those are all words. Those are all words. Um, last we spoke, you went to Europe. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. How was that? Oh, it was very nice. Um, I, I had a great time in um, Amsterdam, didn't I? Well, we're not going to discuss what happened in Amsterdam because I don't want you to get in any trouble. It's um, everything I did in Amsterdam is legal in Amsterdam. Correct. Uh, may not be legal in other places, but um, in between your stop in Paris and your stop in Amsterdam, you you visited a country called Belgium. Yeah, you know, I went and uh, checked it out. Pretty cool place. Did you have um, a waffle or chocolate or chicory? Um, I had actually all of the above. Uh, very, very nice uh, waffle in the shape of a penis um, that was covered in Nutella. That was very nice. Um, they also had ones that were looked like vaginas, but when they dipped it in the Nutella, it just kind of was just an oval. Because <laughs> there wasn't yeah, any design. I, I was like, oh, I don't want that. Um, um, I had, may that I ask nice. why of all the all the places in Belgium, you went to get a Belgium penis waffle. Because we literally, we walked to the train station and that was like the first place we saw that I had to think they were like, it was some like bitch, a little cunt who worked there. And she was just like selling dick waffles. All right. And this was in I, Brussels. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Now you only, you it was only a stopover in Brussels. Would you go back? Did you like it enough to want to visit more? I would go back to Belgium. I don't know if I get back to Brussels just because there's not that much to do in Brussels. But I'd like to go to like Ghent and Antwerp. Okay. And all right, all right, I'm here for it. Um, 
one episode away from the big finale of season one. How, how are you feeling about this season? Have you warmed up to it a little bit? Yeah, I just think that the, the promo looks were just dog shit, and I don't understand why. Hey, first season jitters, I don't know. I mean, listen. Well, but, they, but they're season. not bad on the show. So I, the, no, they're not. They're, they're very so I don't understand what the problem was. Um, I, I don't know. It doesn't really feel like, I don't know. A lot, maybe a lot of people just aren't watching this season because it doesn't really feel too hyped. But I kind of figured because I feel like half. Yeah, it, it's interesting because I, I do know that there are people watching this season. It's just not many people in America seem to be watching it and anyone I do know watching other things, it is seen to be Sweden over Belgium. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it's because Drag Race Svaria is actually out of control. I was thinking about watching it if I had free time just because I, but I don't think I'm mature enough. You should watch it because in just in the world of Drag Race, the shit that's going down on there, oh my God, it's wild. But I can't handle like Nordic accents. Okay, I learned okay. that. I, I can't do that, so I I think I wouldn't be able to take take the program that's seriously. Fair, that's fair. There, there's some really good drag on that show, but we're, well, we're I'm sure the, there is. I would just be laughing my ass off the whole time. You should. You know what? Drag should make you laugh a little bit sometimes. I do plenty of that. <laughs> let's let's dive into this episode. Um, Peach is gone, as there is an echo in the room, as she says, "Later, sluts." They say that she fought like a furious lion, but who cares? Drag queen will see her later, because right now they're the top four. Boop is congratulated on the lip sync. She wanted to lip sync, but she still just wants to dance. Um, as I say, there's always all stars to dance. This top four sees three Belgian girls versus one Ghent girl. Um, I said earlier in the season, the cinematic parallels to season five. Susan is the jinx monsoon of this cast. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Lovable underdog. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like her. I, I would say so. I enjoy her very much. I enjoy this cast. They're a very, very good cast. Very talented at the art of drag. Well, that's kind of the point, I think. That is the point, <laughs> but um, we could do an entire podcast of people who were really not good at the art of drag on Drag Race. I'm not going to say names right now because I'll get in too much trouble. Oh, excuse uh, me. The queens walk in the next day like they're in the Wizard of Oz as they pay homage to their fallen sister. Time to keep feeling peachy. Um, are you a fan of peaches? Like, are you saying, am I a fan of peaches, like the fruit, or a fan of peaches? Like Both. You're... Hey, I'm Southern, so yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not like crazy. I mean, I, I peaches are fruits and fruits are healthy, so that's kind of not mm, no. Like I don't really swing that way. But that's fair. Well, I, I you said think, it. Just you just said, but um, do you like those kind of peaches? I'm not going to talk about what happened in Amsterdam. <laughs> oh my god, uh, listeners! Um, if you pay Miss Patricia Diamond 500 American dollars, she will tell you what happened in Amsterdam. Shit, I'd do it for a 20. Well, you know what? I try to help you out. I try to help you get some more money. 20 bucks, friends. Uh, you'll find out what happened in Amsterdam. They're so close to the finale. Boop survived the lip sync, but hey, she got the kiss of death. It's a new day confessional. We all know what comes next. She's going to be gone. After Suzanne almost kills herself um, coming to the table, they all feel really good, raring to go. What's next? Well, the competition is high. It will all come down to this last challenge. 
Teresa finale, they all want to dance. But Suzanne is clued into the girls. They're saving it for the finale. Why do they want to dance? Probably because the producers told them to dance. You think? Um, are you are you a good dancer? No, uh, no, not not at all. If I'm, you know, then maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> but not well. And I don't, I, I don't, I try to avoid that. Uh, do you, do you not um, do uh, single mom who works too hard uh, dances, Reba? I wouldn't call it a dance. What is it? A shimmy? A southern shimmy? You can call it that. All right. Hey, I'm gonna see uh, Reba in New York. Uh, oh my god are you that's exciting and uh next weekend um are you going to dress as reba no that's much work i'm just gonna wear my reba collage t-shirt this is gonna meet a bunch of like middle-aged women it's been great yeah you're right that's that's probably what's gonna happen um athena will point out that all of the maxi challenges have been won by the four of them which is a really cool statistic i feel like um we've gotten to the point in the world of drag race where that's kind of been the thing looking at even like season 15, all of those wins have been by the top four plus a win by aura and a win by someone else. Who's the other person who won something? Lucy. Oops. Sorry. I forgot to let loose. Um, it's interesting. Is, is it just one of those things where if you win challenges, you're statistically better placed to be in the finale. I guess if you're winning a lot, then you're like good at drag race. Yeah, and if you're true. good at, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I guess, um, maybe it just is kind of like it's interesting. It'd be I like that not every season is like that, but I Me think too. every once in a while it's fun to have a season that's like kind of obvious from the from the beginning who's going to be there. That's true. Well, the alarm blares. It's time for another confusing video message from Rita Vega. Whatever could it be? Well, who cares? Rita arrives looking like tie-dye sherbet in that orange infusion number with that fuchsia hairdo. Um, also, I am anti-turtleneck, but I know you are pro-turtleneck. I apologize. I, I mean, yeah, I'm extraordinarily pro-turtleneck, I'd say. Um, what is it about a turtleneck that you enjoy? I like the look. It's very European. Yeah, it is European, and that and that means it's cool. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. So, uh, my my European listeners, I will try a turtleneck one last time um, until it gets too hot. I'm like, fuck it, V neck it is. Yeah, and I mean, it's not too hot in the winter, but uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I like the, I like it. It feels feels uh, chic. Yes, which is what our word, which is what people say. I don't know. My mind's not really. Busy. It is time to test their skills in a different way, their instincts. Susan doesn't like surprises. It stresses her out. I mean, same. How are you with surprises? Do you enjoy them? No. Uh, no, that's not for me. You can keep that. Well, Rita will make them each sit at a table. They see some makeup and a mirror and a mask. Whatever will they be doing? For this week's mini challenge, they must use the material in front of them and do their makeup in 15 minutes in the dark. I love these challenges so much. It's just so stupid. It's so campy. How would you do, Patricia? I mean, hey, uh, probably not well, but like, I don't think I would do like dog shit. Like, I think it would at least, I don't know. How how do you, how would you know what material is what uh, object that you would have to use to apply onto your face? Is it just the, 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 the casing? Is you, would you smell it? What's your strategy there? I feel like they, all of these things I use are pretty like distinct in kind of how they 
like or three different shapes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There might be some that are close, but I I kind of feel like I could figure it out. I I think you I think you would be. And if not, the point isn't to look good. The point is exactly. just to be silly. Well, they have no idea what these items are. They're going to feel them out. And in Tina's case, she is going to be sniffing. Um, Susan will attempt to put her lashes on, but she drops it. I'm shocked she even found it. How the fuck did she find it in the dark? I guess just wave that hand across and see what you hit. But yeah. Shit. Now in the nightlight, they all look like clowns. Um, I mean, if the shoe fits. They're going to put their mask on and now it's time to reveal their looks. First up is Mademoiselle Boop, who looks like she was about to play football with all that eye black. Um, the gray shit was not delicious. I, I, I didn't like what she came up with. Well, you know, it is in the dark. It's true. It's true. Um, as Athena says, she looks way worse than she did when she first did drag. Um, the colors are very muted. Um, but I, I feel like it was artistic in a way that it worked for Athena. I don't really think anything was bad, bad. They're just That's kind true. of well, no, you know what? I'm gonna say it. I love you, Susan, but no, that was bad. She gave herself a fucking chin strap. Like that was a catastrophe. That's fair. You know, it's all fun and games. Mm-hmm. And then Drag Queen served full clown realness. Um, no one knew what the criteria was. I didn't even know what materials they had because everyone was had like all these muted colors. Like it was very everyone was very gray. It was gray and black. Maybe they're supposed to be mimes. That would make sense. That would, yeah. that would check out. There you go. Well, the winner of the dark makeup mini challenge is Mademoiselle Boop. She wins her third mini challenge. And in the world of Lucy LaDuca, that's a lot of wins to count towards your final credit. Um, do mini challenges count? They count for mini challenges. Exactly. Exactly, Lucy. I love you, but no, no. It doesn't count to your total count. For this week's Maxi Challenge, they will be testing their oratory skills. How are yours? I heard they're very, very good. In fact, I heard you were a very cunning linguist. How are my what skills? Your oratory skills. Your, your, your mouth. Oh, that's mouth like, like public speaking? Yeah. Uh, I can do it. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I, don't like, I don't like doing that kind of stuff, but I can. You know what I mean? Well, they're going to be writing a speech that would be given if they become the Queen of Belgium. I was like, wait, like the winner of the show or the actual queen of Belgium? Um, I want to be a queen of a country. What country do you think I can be like be the queen of? Well, I'm actually an anti-monarchist, so. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. so you don't want me to be a queen somewhere? Yeah, I'm, unless you'd like to be killed. Oh my God, did you just say on the podcast you're going to kill me? Yes. Oh my God, okay. Um, guillotine? Maybe. Okay, okay. I couldn't um, think of something funny to say quick enough. Yeah, that's fine. That's I went with a good old maybe. Now, this is going to be a real challenge for Athena, who shares that she's had a phobia of writing since she was a kid. I've never heard that before. I know people don't like to write sometimes, but a phobia of writing? Do you think it was just lost in translation? Yeah, I think so, because, I, I mean, I, I watched it in French, and I don't remember Okay, I don't. Okay. I don't remember hearing anything that like was a red. That was like a ooh to me. So maybe, maybe it That's was. It kind of seemed to me that she just was like, "Oh, I don't. I get nervous. Oh, look at me." But not a phobia. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. What's your biggest phobia? I don't know. Shit. I thought this was for a Drag Race review, not fucking. <laughs> I damn. 
this I am your therapist now. No, my I need biggest, to get one. Well, I'm not qualified now. Um, I, listeners, we're just going to take a pause right here because I, uh, Miss Patricia Diamond just turned her head. I was like, what is on your neck? And I was like, oh, wait, it's your new tattoo. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want to explain to the listeners why you got that tattoo? Because it is important. Well, they should all know because it's not a very uh, stupid, but yeah, it's a little pink uh, triangle behind my ear. Uh, and the pink triangle was a symbol for queer liberation in the 80s. Uh, yeah, 80s by ACT UP for like, um, AIDS prevention, that stuff, silence equals death, you know, all that stuff. Look at that. I love that. I'm glad it, you it got was kind of like, it was, what the, it was like the queer symbol before like the pride flag. And nowadays it's just like, it's the queer symbol for queer people who are like a little bit cooler than like average. Yeah. Now uh, in Drag Race context, that's what uh, Cheddar Gorgeous wore for one of her looks. Oh yeah, that's right. There it but is. I knew what it was before that. Um, now let, let, let's continue. And uh, Rita says that she's expecting their speeches to be inspiring, touching, but also humorous. And now Susan's going to be like, in every language, I don't think those were the rules, but that will be important for her narrative as she's going to tackle this challenge. Susan's, Susan is panicking as every challenge she has to perform in French, she struggles as it's not her native tongue. But Rita shares that the winner of the many challenges, Boop, will get to pick the performance order. Time to write. Um... How would you do in this challenge? I don't know. I just don't. I, I could probably like pull something out of my ass, but I just, I feel like it's kind of hard to do something that's like meaningful and touching, but also like funny. I don't know. It just seems let's, like that's not really something that humor fits into well. It would be really hard. Because if you told me to go up and just do a stand up routine, I could, I could do that easily. Or if you told me like write like a speech, I could probably do that. But like make a speech that's like touching and funny. Ooh, I don't know about all that. Let Let's say you become obviously you don't want no monarchy, so we're not going to make you the Queen of America. But let's say you become the President of the United States. What would you say in your speech to our to your people? Probably a few slurs. Oh, which ones? Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> wow. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I could see well. you. I could see you being the second most controversial president in American history. You don't know all my past. Did I, you I don't pay either. hush money to a porn star? What happens in Amsterdam? Got it. Yeah. Um, there we go. <laughs> Susan starts writing her speech, and she wishes she brought her dictionary. Uh, girl, I would need a thesaurus or an AI to do it for me. Um, have you ever played with the AIs yet? No, I'm scared of AI. I don't. I, I am too. Dark. I did it. I, I did one because I uh, got an invite to use Bard by Google, and the first thing I was like, I was like, let, let me test this out and see if it has a moral compass. And I was like, uh, something about should drag be banned, and gave me this whole like monologue about why it shouldn't. I was like, oh, okay, so Bard does have a moral compass. I'm here for it. Maybe maybe the robots are okay. Uh, it's very dark sided to me. <laughs> that's fair she will call over to quen for some help she will ask in french if she can say she announced me as the new queen but also asks if there is another word for a point quen offers the french word for elect and choose um french words are allegedly cr- tricky can you confirm for us i guess but not, not really french what, what not are hard. what are the words for a point elect and choose 
I'm putting you on the spot. I don't know about a point. I'm not really a point in such too often. I probably would live if I saw it. I know. Elect is just electe. It's just, I mean, it's mm-hmm. pretty simple. And then choose okay. is choisir. All right. Okay. Okay. So good options for Suzanne. Uh, now, I do have to note from this moment on the underscoring of this entire episode was very soft and sentimental. Um, it felt very odd, especially watching every episode ever of Drag Race. This just didn't feel like a normal episode of Drag Race with the music. Did you sense anything different? Yeah, I thought something was off, but I didn't know if it was like that or if it was like um, because I was like listening to like sad music earlier today. So I didn't know if it was like me. <laughs> I was I wasn't I was like, maybe I'm just sad today. But I was like, oh, OK, it's just this it, it was very the music was very like slower and lower energy. And I think it really does play a big part in how Drag Race feels. Yeah, and something seemed off. Now, we will ask her if she will do some parts in Dutch, and Susan shakes her head no, as she fears the judges won't understand, and she wants a sincere reaction. Susan will now ask Quen her plans. Will she be Quen Queen or play a character? She'll be Quen, but as a character. She wants to do something egocentric and over the top. Her approach will be she's not talking about herself, but about the nation, but really it is about herself. This sounded like a promising and funny concept. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to think about it. I, would, I, would, I don't know. I guess that's really the best way to take it when you have to be, like, heartfelt, but also funny, I, I guess, yeah. Now, over with Mademoiselle Boop, she is really going in and pounding pen to paper. She is experienced speaking to people and on the mic. She's ready to address her people. She is feeling confident. She will chat with Athena and note that she does not look happy, but utterly, utterly defeated. It's tricky for Athena as writing has been hard. Her plan is to write down all the chaos and then work through it later. Boop reminds her it has to be inspiring and not weighty or negative, which is funny getting advice from the girl who's about to get the boot for being weighty and negative. Now, when you have to like write a paper for a class, what is your writing process? I wait till the night before and I do it at 3 a.m. That's not even um, that, and, and, and hey, C's get degrees. That is true. That is very, very true. Um, so I'm assuming you're not on scholarship. No loans. <laughs> loans and financial aid that I'm um, not going to pay back. Now, like you say, you wait till last minute. Do you ha- like have thoughts in your head before you start writing, or is it literally just it's three a.m. I'm going to start thinking now. It depends. A lot of mm-hmm. times, I don't even open the prompt until the night before. Really. I- okay. I'm undefeated. I'm undefeated when it comes to procrastinating. You you make it your bitch. Oh uh, yeah, I no no one procrastinates like me. Interesting, I, interesting. That's my, uh, that's my my forte. Was, was, right. they is it on? Is it on your special skills on your resume? Who, who said I have a resume? <laughs> Listen, you're gonna wait till you actually apply to a job before having a resume. Hey, I, my, I do have a resume. I've worked two jobs. Thank you very much. Um, it just hasn't been updated in a year and a half. There it is. There it is. We're going to head to the main stage where each queen will have their chance to try their speech out in front of Rita. Kicking us off is Mademoiselle Boo. She's not feeling bad. Her writing process has been writing down ideas, creating a mind map. Now, I will say that Rita asks a very shady question, which is if Boop is still excited to be in the race. She will say that she never imagined she'd make it this far. Is that the wrong answer? Should the confidence tell you that like you should be there and should want to win the crown? Like, why would you tell the host that you're not sure you should be there? 
I mean, I, I guess I would have worded it a different way. I get mm-hmm. what she means. Like, I, I understand what group she's coming from, but I, I, I don't know. I guess she's just one of those things you have to be careful when how you like word it. You'd be like, oh, like yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't feel real to have gotten this far, but because you know. And I guess it does tie into her speech because she does share that she always doubts herself, and that's going to be a part of the discussion. In her get speech. in line. <laughs> What will we get is a snippet here, um, very self-deprecating, but there are hints of triumph in her speech that we get to see. And Rita will tell her she's off to a great start and reminds her the three main criteria are inspiring, touching, and humorous. She will start by telling her it could be a bit more touching and personal. Boop goes again, discusses boxes and titles, and Rita's like, the changes she allegedly made her on the spot as she tells her that she plays the character at the start and then delves deeper into the truth. But for the real reason Boop will bloop is Rita tells her as far as humor, she only laughed three or four times. This leads to a line about the sports budget being turned into biodegradable sequins for independent cabaret artists. Wink, wink. Rita will smile. And there's your tell. If the bitch is not laughing, it's not working out. Biodegradable sequins. What about biodegradable? No, three words after 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 five p.m. Wait, but like seriously, biodegradable glitter. Like then it won't be there like herpes for the rest of your fucking life. Do you have? Yeah, that but it's probably more expensive than I'm cheap. That's fair. Um, all right, listen. If they ever make biodegradable uh, glitter, I will buy you a jar i reach for whatever's got the lowest price on the shelf or i'm offering you a bar a jar or i'll reach for it and i stick it in my bag and then i walk out Okay, there we go oh my god wait are you klepto not yet but like probably soon i was gonna say what happens in amsterdam i didn't tell any amsterdam that's good that's good oh my god yeah i don't want you to go to jail in amsterdam i don't know what they do i almost went to jail in france can you tell that story all I'm gonna say is I'm in my Pablo Escobar era. Ah! Oh my God! Oh, like, listeners, Patricia's so cute and adorable. Wow! Look at and, this. And I'll say that making. homophobia saved the day. Homophobia is okay. the reason why I'm a free man. All right, there it is. Now Rita will tell Boop that she is experienced on the mic. She can flow, and with the intonation, she's doing well. Just make them laugh. Time to refine that text. Next, it's the artist known now known as Mademoiselle Sogalikis. She sees the mic and she's immediately in panic mode. Are you surprised someone as confident as Atina would not be a mic talker, a.k.a. a host? Uh, like, kind of, but I also have met people who are like that. But not a lot. You know what I mean? How is your hosting skills? Is that one of your top-tiered talents in drag? I enjoy hosting. I, I don't like planning things so i like to just show up and just talk i mm-hmm. although um it's probably not good for me to host things because when a mic i'm not really good at like like making right like choices in terms of what's like a good thing to say mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so like don't give me the mic unless you want to hear about like math and like molestation because that's usually what i end up talking about you shouldn't you shouldn't give me a mic unless you want me to get banned from the venue that's fair athena will tell rita that it's complicated she's having a hard time structure her text we are going to watch her shuffle some papers about and you're like "Ooh, you're in danger girl 
She will hesitantly read a few lines. She's not very confident. And she compares it to a kid who has not done her homework and is about to give a presentation. So, Miss Patricia Diamond. (laughs) Just keep that to yourself. Like, I don't know. Frida's advice. Her advice is to write a plan with a few key words, like things that will change in 2022 under my reign. Write a few words, then write a few sentences under the words. Then you have a few lines and you have to thread the narrative. What did you think of Rita's advice? I guess that's good advice. I mean, I just, I would just say fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. I'm really good at that. Athena likes the advice, but she is still stuck in her head. She's getting in her own way and allowing her to introduce the world to her inner saboteur. What's inner saboteur in French? I don't know. Saboteur is probably a French word. Actually, it's probably a made up word. <laughs> you think? Is it? Inner? I would just say like the saboteur de don de moi, like the saboteur inside, like in me. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. How okay. Hey, if you don't know a word, just find a different way to say it. That's what I'll do. That's fair. Um, let's see how Susan is feeling. She's a bit scared. She has text that is aimed to Belgians, though she does have some Dutch words in it, so she's scared she won't get it. Before diving into her speech, she will tell Rita that her message is that she is sad that Belgium is becoming more and more separated. There are rifts between Wallonia and Flanders, and she wants to build bridges between the two regions. Susan offers a few lines, and in the middle of it, she has to explain a joke about her Fabiola wig, and simply because she has to wear it as she doesn't have many wig choices left to wear. This is why you bring extra wigs to Drag Race, because you never know what you're going to need when. I don't have very many or very good wigs at that, so I'm not going to say nothing. Well, that's fair. Now, side note to our non-Belgian or history lovers. Fabiola was the queen of Belgium. Did you know that? Uh, I'm not going to say anything. Because you hate royalty. I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I have too much ego to admit if assuming I didn't know who it was, I, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> okay, that's fair. But assuming now, I Susan didn't know, was... I wouldn't want to answer a follow-up question about her because assuming I might not know, I might not know how to answer her. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. Well, she's going to relate her parents' separation to what she is seeing in Belgium. And she wraps up, Rita tells her that she has hit the nail on the head with a task. She tells her that they will learn a lot about her. They will learn about her goals. And it's very funny. Rita will say that she is pleasantly surprised. Is being pleasantly surprised like one of the most backhanded compliments you can give someone? Not the most backhanded, but I feel like it's not, it's not, it can be backhanded, but sometimes it's not. You know what I mean? Depends who you're saying it to. Yeah, like it's not meant to be an insult, but it kind of is. Like, oh my God, you're so good at this. And like, I knew this. Why didn't you know this? Uh, I, don't know. I don't think Susan took it as that. So I guess you could say it's not, but... So I know some people who would, uh, they wouldn't like that. Oh, me too. Me too. Finally, it's Drag Quinn and her weird headdress. Um, She is a bit nervous and stressed, 9.5 out of 10. Rita will tell her this is a theatrical exercise, but for Drag Quinn, the writing is the trickier part. Her ideas are all over the place. She has no beginning or end. She does not like writing and she prefers creating something visual. Her concept for her speech is to create a queen who talks about herself and then remembers her royal subjects. Remember how she says she likes to create something visual? Well, she brought along some puppets. Everybody loves puppets. Except for you. They don't do anything for me. Where do the puppet challenge on Drag Race go? We have not seen that in how many seasons at this point? 
feel like everybody liked it. I don't understand why they would, you know. Is it, do we just not like sticking hands in holes? I, I, I think the fan base enjoys that. <laughs> I do too. I love the puppet challenge. It's always really fun. It's like, that used to be one of the staple challenges and it's kind of weird that it's gone. Maybe they couldn't like get the puppets in enough time of like, and they didn't want to make one of everybody. That's fair. That, that, okay. I can, I'll go, I'll buy that one. Cause it's a good yeah. challenge. You'd think they would have it. Right. So these hand puppets are going to be the driving force to get her back into her speech and talk about the important subjects. Um, did you ever have those kind of little hand puppets that are just the eyes that you put on your finger? Yeah. I grew up in the two thousands. 2000s girl i had them in the 90s those were those were what i had yeah but too. i was i was in the 2000s like rural south carolina so that was basically the, the 60s you know what i mean oh so you, you got things backwards you like it took you forever to get them yeah like they're just now getting a hold of like checkered vans and skinny jeans oh wow okay cool uh, have they met britney spears yet i no. well britney spears is southern yeah but but like not really yeah. All right. Well, Rita will tell her that she has a lot of great ideas, but lacks structure. She thinks the hand puppets are mollusks or lobsters, but I just think they're silly. Quinn knows that they will help her form a structure as she has the base to work from. Now it's time to find the personal touching sign. Time to open your heart. The clock is ticking. Speaking of clock, we're going to learn in this moment that they only have two to three minutes. So no cuts in their speeches. I don't know. Um, and this is going to be an important fact we're going to learn about by the end of the episode about this two to three minute uh, criteria. Have we ever known how long challenges like of this nature really are supposed to be? Hey, you're the expert. I know. I think there's only been like one other person who's like gone over time and it's been like an issue. Um, don't ask me who it was. I just know it happened. Um, see, that's the bad Sounds thing about familiar. like not being like um having all the information in my head at all times because i just can't pull things out my ass uh so if people ask me questions on the spot on this podcast i'm like no you can go look it up for us interns um by interns it's not me i need an intern i need an intern where are the twinks hey go i'm not looking at you you're lazy yeah, I need to get an internship this summer, but I don't think I will. I think I'm just going to like lay in bed instead. So then be an intern at a mattress company. No, because yeah. one thing easier than that is not leaving the house. That's right. Okay. It's time to make our ways back in the workroom for elimination day. Uh, why are they all wearing like workout attire? Everything was like comfy, like box, like shorts or, or 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 pants. Do you have a workout attire? Do you work out? I'll like whenever it's warm, I'll go on like a run or something. But it's more of like, like on the like, like the defense, not the offense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I'm just at this point, I'm just trying to like delay the date and severity of my impending stroke. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, have you ever entered a gym before? What happened in Amsterdam? I'm not going to talk about. Oh, 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 okay. Ooh, the, the painting picture I'm getting here. Okay. All right. Drag Quinn is walking in and is feeling good. She's really getting a winner's edit at this point. Um, I think we know where I'm going to vote when we decide who's going to win this season, but um, she's getting a very good edit this episode. She's changed her speech. It's more personal. And if she messes up, she'll have to be honest with people. 
Athena has worked on her speech more and she has added more. She's feeling confident and has the don't give up attitude. She's coming in with a positive attitude and has changed everything she shared with Rita. Can't wait to see how this turns out. Susan reveals that she didn't really change much of hers. And to be fair, Rita didn't advise her to change anything. And Boop is happy with hers as she has the opportunity to say something she really wanted to say. She knows it may not be super funny and it may not please the judges. It's Boop. Do you think that's the right strategy in the last challenge before the finale to go rogue? No, and I think she knows that. So I guess got to do what you got to do. Do you think she gave up them? I don't think she did, but if she were to has to say like, hey guys, I gave up, I'd be like, okay, I see that. I can believe that. Okay. Well, she's finally decided on the running order because apparently we didn't learn the day before. She assured it will be Boop, then Susan, then Athena, then Drag Quinn. Um, what position would you want to be in in a, a challenge like this? I don't think it matters. You don't think so? No, not when there's only four people. If it's That's like fair. the full cast, it kind of matters just to know, like, to be like the general beginning or end, but it's only four. I mean, it makes like small differences, but I don't think it's going to make, I don't think it make her, makes or breaks anything. I agree. For this one, it definitely didn't. Now, Quinn is a little annoyed at going last and believes that Boob is just scared of her. Boop will check in with Athena about how she is feeling about the task as Athena shares that she let herself wander through the crevices of her mind. Now, when I do that, bad things happen. What about you? When I do most of anything bad things, they usually end up happening. So, Call back to Amsterdam. I took things in Amsterdam to stop me from doing that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, well, Adina says she will fight till the end, in which Drag Queen is like, glad to know you're leaving. What a shady, shady bitch. We love drag, don't we? Yeah, well, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I would I'd have to second that motion. Six out of seven days, we love drag. Mm, five. Five out of seven, okay, okay. What's the longest streak of drag you've done? Like, how many days in a row? One. Oh, you, 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 you really are lazy. Well, I purpose, I, I never have two days in a row to do drag. That's the thing. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Cause I'm like in class and all that stuff. And that, and I also am lazy. I was like, I, I know I'm not going to want to do it. So I just, I'm like, no, like, I'm not going to try to like a, I like to, I don't like to be booked like that. I like a, like once a week is good for me. I don't. Well, I, you know what? You have more ambition than scouts on, or you said once a week scouts, like I'll take once a season. Yeah. She's got like a quarterly situation <laughs> she really does all right it's main stage time as hostess with the most Rita Vega is continuing with the orange and fuchsia theme in her look I thought it was very cute very whimsical uh what are your what are your thoughts on the colors orange and fuchsia together um well orange and purple uh go tigers all my Clemson fans out there right mm-hmm. that's where my dad went I don't know awful place um I, I liked her eyes. Beautiful gowns. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, on the panel, let's welcome Luffy, Moosey, whom Rita calls her Prince Charming, to which he says he hopes to visit her dungeon one day, to which I said, fuck her, come to my dungeon, boy. Also, yeah, I heard that, and I said, I wonder what you're going to have to say about that. Um, I posted the photo, and I said, I love Moosey, and guess who heart reacted to my story? I'm going to take a shot in the dark, and I'm going to say... Yeah, it was. 
Um, so we're basically married now, so I'm very happy. Very in some states, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, we have Belgian pop star Leo. For those who may remember that name, Leo's song Banana Split was a lip sync between La Grande Dame and Paloma on Drag Race France. If you like that song, well, me thinks you might hear it again later this episode, but we'll get to it. Um, do you remember that moment in Drag Race France? I didn't, but now that you say it, I was like, I, I knew I had heard that song somewhere. It was the makeover challenge when they did that like little four person um, battle thingy and the two of them got to do banana split. And you know who didn't get to do banana split? Lolita Banana. What a loss. What a missed opportunity. Big missed opportunity. Speaking of missed opportunities, the whole city of Brussels has a big missed opportunity with, you would think every bathroom in the city would be like mannequin piss themed, but I didn't see a single one. And I, I, I was genuinely disappointed by that. Did you get to see the little um, statues? Hell yeah. It was just a little boy pissing and, you know. And some states in America, they would honor it. Um, I, so- I'm, uh, hey, what happened in Amsterdam, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, we're just going to discuss the Queen's speeches, then we'll move into the runway. Uh, we will start with Mademoiselle Boob. Um, she looked very regal in that pale blue top, very sparkly tiara, uh, but very subtle, very boring. It was fine. She will start by addressing the dames, doms, and lomex, um, all inclusive here. Uh, as the queen slash empress of this marvelous yet small realm, the country of Belgium, she says with, with her it will be glamorous, which wouldn't be a bad thing. She goes on to share that she will, in fact, amend the budget to develop biodegradable sequins and to support small independent cabarets, wink, wink. And now the rest of the material is going to be new to us that we're going to hear. She will say that notions of male, female, and other will disappear for good from the National Register. Imagine a world where gender is just not a construct. Do you think it's ever possible? The woke mob, right? Crazy. She shares that ever since she was younger, people tried to label her um, with labels such as introvert, maladjusted, antisocial, neurodivergent and autistic i want to pause here for a second and ask like a serious question have we had an autistic contestant on drag race has that discussion ever been on the show like statistically like probably but like not somebody who's like talking about it now i think think it would i think it would be kind of important to have that kind of conversation yeah you'd Um, think that they would have done like done that by now yeah um now i don't know if this was her saying that she is autistic or not but um yeah i think that would be a really important conversation to be like all drag queens can do drag like there is a collective um of drag artists in the uk that have down syndrome they were at DragCon, and like it's a celebration yeah. everyone can do drag so i think it would be really cool to see um that conversation happen in the future yeah i'm surprised it hasn't happened it's, that's yeah. right i've never noticed that what labels have you been called? Well, you like to say twink a lot. Well, I'm l- listen, I have eyes. Everybody has eyes. <laughs> nah, hey, don't be so quick now. Not everybody does, you know? That's true. That's true. How dare you be ableist on this pod? Which a, is a, a, a side. short podcast. Yeah, that's right. Aside from twink, what else have you gotten before? Oh, you know, the usual. Nothing too crazy. My high school is very laissez-faire. There wasn't a lot of bullying happening, so. No. Oh, so I you wish. just got like, you just got like heartthrob, sex symbol. 
Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. No. My middle school teacher would probably would say those. Oh yeah. Have I got a DM from him in a while? Hmm. Wow. Oh my God. That is the story. Listeners, if you want like the behind the scenes of Miss Patricia Diamond's uh, life, 20 bucks apparently is all it's going to take. Yeah. Yeah. There's a crisp 20, please. Now, Boop will share that she suffered due to these labels and was rejected for her differences, suffering for not being, quote, normal. But she is turning those differences into strengths. She ends that she is living despite her pale complexion and that we are all capable of taking back our lives and realities. Respect others as you would respect yourself, which is funny because I sure the fuck don't respect myself and no one wants me to treat y'all like I treat myself. Clear as that. Yeah, As, treat everybody like like you treat like your mama, not like. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I eat McDonald's every day. You don't want me to treat people like I treat myself. That's fair. Um, as the high priestess Rita Bega says, "There's strength in unity, and love does the rest." DJ, let the music play. I'm going to say that I think her speech was mediocre at best. She really said, "I will be profound and fuck the fact that I'm on a drag reality television show." I needed more oomph. I needed more razzle dazzle. What was your take on her speech? I would, I would agree. It was just mm, nothing to write home about. It was weird because usually when we have like this kind of a challenge, it's like a stand-up challenge. It's a comedy challenge. This was not. So it, it was different for Drag Race. Yeah. It, I, I, and they don't have to do it again. I agree. Let's move on to Suzanne. She is here and she's looking somewhat royal, more presidential than royal. Um, also, the hair paired with that hairy bear chest, very camp. Very, very camp. Um, this cast really loves keeping hair on their body, don't they? Well, they're Europeans. It's true. That's like the whole point. Susan starts and introduces herself as Queen Susan von Kinderhausen von Lebenmosten. I had no idea that was the French translation for from Grinder. Yeah, but they gotta, you know, avoid copyright. So, you know, from I Susan, know I was from the app. Uh Susan from Grinder. Um, I just love her name so much, Susan from Grinder. Like that's so brilliant. Yeah, big fan, big fan. What would you be, Miss Patricia Diamond from Farmers Only? Oh, I have to give it some thought. My uh, my yeah. cousin met his wife on Farmers Only though. Really? How are they doing now? She kidnapped his daughter and they fled to North Carolina. And now he has a new that. wife. Love that for them. That's not made up. That's the real <laughs> that's, that's a real one. He got his daughter back though. Don't worry. Oh, uh, good. Okay. Ella Sue is safe. Good, good. Well, I will say that this was a moment where I wish they made the podium like 10 inches taller. It was a very odd height. Um, maybe they used Moosey as the stand-in and thus we had the podium we had. It was very tiny. It was very I wasn't low. paying attention to the podium. I was paying attention to the speeches. Good, good girl, good girl. <laughs> she shares that she is the queen, as Queen Supreme Rita Bega named her queen after the fall of the Belgian royals, which checks out in your fantasy too. You want all queens gone. Yes. Finally, a Flemish queen, a queer queen, a middle-class queen, and a queen reintroducing the fabulous Fabiola hairstyle. Would you wear it? Sure, why not? Yeah, you don't, you don't really have big, big wigs, do you? I would like to. Um... But I haven't been able to steal any yet. Scout doesn't do drag. Just go take one of hers. I don't want to go. I don't want to downgrade. Ah, <laughs> I want you. something That's nice. Funny. 
That was good. Good job. Good job. She stumbles a bit as she says, as a child of the Flemish mother and William father, more than anything, she wants to build a brag, uh, a bridge between all Belgians. No to separatism, ya to union, ya wool to multiculturalism. She relate her parents' separation when she was five years old to Belgium being split in two. The Flemish don't want to learn French. The Wolens don't want to, anything to do with Dutch culture. But worse, the far right are gaining unprecedented numbers of followers and voters. Sounds like our home, doesn't it? Hey, that's everywhere. Shoot. It really is. It really is. Um, did you hear what's happening in um, Italy with their um, crazy-ass prime minister? I didn't hear what's happening, but I probably could. I probably can imagine. Uh, she has made it a, uh, a legislative rule that you have to only speak Italian um, if you're a political figure because they are not allowing English because they're no longer part of the EU. I don't know if it's been passed yet, but this is what this lady wants to do. Hmm. Crazy, right? Queen. Right. Well, Susan is frightened that frightened for her as not only do they wish for the end of Belgium, they represent a real danger to the queer community and all minority communities. She says, let's share our waffles, our chocolates, our beers, and even the frit crew. Their strength and unity and lifle does the rest, um, which apparently means love because they did not do the translation on the caption. So I had to do a little Google search. The, oh, I had the French captions and it just said speaking a foreign language. It's like, come on. It, yeah, yeah she was doing word. Dutch. She did Dutch. She did Dutch. Um, those are my, that's my favorite. There was an earlier episode where um, they were all speaking Dutch. I think her, Peach, and Mocha, and it said speaking foreign language. I was like, really? Really, guys? In really? Belgium, they like just kind of ask like the janitor to translate it. Somebody will be able to. <laughs> Um, I think her her speech was very buoyant. It was fun. Uh, she married humor with the heart of the challenge. But what was really interesting is Boop and Confessional will say that her feeling is that you shouldn't mix drag and politics. Meanwhile, here in America, drag is political. What is your stance on drag and politics? I think drag is like inherently political. Um, I I personally don't like go out of my way to like, like I'm not one of the ones I'm just there to really entertain, but I am a political person, kind of. Uh, but there are a lot of, especially in D.C., a lot of queens and uh, kings and performers who are, like, make it, like, their thing to, like, everything has, like, you know, some kind of political meaning to it. It's not necessarily, not for me. It's just, I don't know, politics makes me too angry. Um, and I go to a very political school, so I'm kind of tired of hearing about everything. Um, and that, that... I'm also, like, an anarchist, so I'm like, I don't want to talk about it unless we're going to, like, start, you know, getting some oh, that's votes. Fair. I mean, that, that's fair, but I, I do think drag is inher inherently political, um, yeah. especially in this challenge. Like, you have to be able to mix humor and politics, um, not only because Rita Baker told you you had to do it, but I think that's kind of like the, 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 the point of what this challenge is to be able to take your platform and speak on the problems of your country, of the world, um, which is why I think this challenge could have been much stronger. It just didn't get to that point, but... I don't know what Mademoiselle Boop's background is when it comes to politics in Belgium, but I do kind of disagree with her stance of saying that she doesn't want to mix dragon politics. I think you have to. It, it's it's inherently there. Yeah, you got, or you got at least got to be like ready to. Absolutely. Next up is Athena. Athena's worried that she looks like a beauty queen and not a royal queen, but I would wear the fuck out of that faux fur coat. That was gorgeous. I haven't got my hands on one of those yet. Um, well, you are going to be a klepto soon, so just take it from Atina. 
I'm sure I can find some like aunt or great aunt or somebody who's got one. I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, this is one of the most beautiful and realist paints she's done all season. I adore the eyes she's painted on here this moment. It was gorgeous. As far as the speech, uh, she was riddled with fear and fumbles. She can barely get through the opening sentence of her speech where she will do vocal tics and apologize when she messes up. It really is the first time we've seen Athena flounder all season long. And this is the worst time to do it in the competition. I probably would do the same, uh, you know. (laughs) When she finally does get back into it, she shares that she was welcomed there when she came from Greece as a queen. Tranny I knew and, she was Greek. Mm-hmm, and non-binary person. She is honored to be representing this all too often overlooked minority in this patriarchal heteronormative society. Now we're going to talk about another word later on, but we're going to talk about this word right now. I know there is a lot of discourse on social media in regards to the word tranny. Are we allowed to say it anymore or has it been banned? I, I don't. Out of respect? I mean, I or because it's just not a word you like using? It's kind of both. Okay. I just um, like, if I have to ask, I just don't. Just because, especially mm-hmm. when I'm like, you know, with nowadays, I'm like, I don't even want to like risk anything. Which is fair. And that's kind of how I feel. Because like when I when I heard recently about people like pulling up Manila Luzon's past tweets using the word, I was like, okay, things change. And you can't like yeah, yell at her. Yeah, I trying to get like RuPaul tweets from like 2010. I was like, come on now. I mean, she's got a song called Tranny Chaser. What do you expect? Yeah, I mean, I don't... People are just kind of going out of their way to get, to get people they don't like for stuff, and sometimes it's not real. That's fair. Well, Vina will say that she is not there dressing them as a queen, but a humble citizen, and then tosses off her coat and reveals a very sexy black number. She's ready to go out on the town and party with the people. Also, when she tossed the TR on the chair, all I did was watch that thing take a tumble, and I thought I was going to break on the stage. She goes deep and says that they must not tolerate being attacked in public spaces in Belgium and everywhere else, as well as supposedly safe spaces. During her reign, it will be not tolerated. To remedy this, she will enforce a curfew for all cis-heterosexual men from 6.30 p.m. until the early morning from Monday to Friday. Would you imagine? I would take it a step further. What would you do? Just, like, keep him in, like in like uh caves and milk them for their semen like on south park Uh uh-huh yes of course of course now second people who should get naked during who shout people should get naked during the last shows well that's what she will say when she finally gets the words out uh they will be sent to a conversion boot camp in chalereau led by jean-claude van damme that's a name i have not heard in decades well, I've heard it, and I have only—I've only been alive for decades, so yeah. It's true. Um, are you familiar with the work of Jean-Claude Van Damme? Probably. Yeah, go I, back I to the nineties movies. Go back to the nineties movies. There's some action movies that Jean-Claude Van Damme was big in. I'm not a big like, movie watcher. I have a very short attention span. That's fair. And finally, people who treat drag queens as objects who touch them without consent will have their fingers twice fried in 140 degree hot oil. Are you going to take that a step farther, too? No, that's not right. No, you don't want to do that one? A little too much for, for the day. Yeah. That's fair. Stay she likes the people of Belgium and Rita to open their hearts and minds to diversity and tolerance. As the philosopher Franz Gall once said, it might not mean much to you, but for us, it means a lot. 
I like that quote. I've never heard of it before, but I like that quote. Yeah, I've never heard that. Adina was very nervous and her humor was quite out there. I think had she not fumbled so much, she could have sold it, but I think it was just really lost in the writing. I don't think the writing was as strong as she thinks it was. And there's only four of them. Like if, if it was like the beginning, you could probably like sell it and then maybe get safe, but safety isn't really an option. That's true. All right. Uh, Drag Queen, I'm glad that they didn't show her walk out as we could see the actual start of her presentation featuring the puppets. It was very in- cute intro, very camp, um, very much her. Her look was dragged and that sash was sparkling, very well put together. Um, and she gave us a glitter lip. Do you ever wear a glitter lip? No, I do too much of my eyes. Mm-hmm. I do a big eye and it's, it's kind of hard to to do a big eye and a big lip and then like not look like a clown. Mm-hmm. So I always That's doing right. like a neutral lip, but I, I, I'm, I'm pro glitter lip. All right, me too. She will not mention Wapian strawberries or her crabs. They will talk about her new agenda as queen. Her first point is about family. As Rita showed them last week, families of choice are very important. Her second point in the agenda is safety. She wants to create a world that is as safe as the royal palace because she is sick, sick, sick of being attacked and spending nights in the ER because her friends have been beaten up. She's sick of hearing, faggot, I'll kill you, which she has said which is said by her puppet, not by her. Um, it's interesting because I feel like on the American shows, we just do not use that word. It's it's now all of the European shows that they keep using that word and not censoring it in the captions or anything. Are yeah, we it's, just... Yeah, it's a language thing. Mm-hmm, I was going to say, is, is it a cultural thing or should we as Americans watching the show not be as incensed to see it? Or is this a conversation to have with our siblings across the pond? Yeah, it's definitely um, more of like in English, that word is like really like heavy and kind of derogatory. Whereas in Europe, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like queer, but not like in a reclaimed way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like it's like someone yelling like hey you're queer but like not like saying like oh i'm queer right it's kind of like it's like tv appropriate kind of but it's still like demeaning but just not it's not like as big of a deal as it is here and it's the same way with spanish um but yeah I, um, some languages some languages yeah. it is a big deal but in yeah. french and spanish it isn't really that big of a deal um i i had one of your dc sisters on the podcast i think last year she's like i just want to be on drag race so rupaul has to say my full name mary Carning. usually you say it right but yeah um are you friends with her yeah i've made a lot of stuff for her she's great she's very oh, sweet yeah very nice very nice um Drag Queen wanted to leave while singing the Belgian national anthem, but she doesn't know the words and neither do you. So she'll leave the same way she came in with a puppet trumpet. Um, the puppet will say that don't forget compatriot, everyone loves fellas. I think her speech was very well balanced and fun. It fit the challenge and addressed the real world issues. That being said, she did talk about safety, which Athena just had done. So it was almost like a repeat. I'll let it slide. You'll let it slide. All right, all right. All right let's talk about the runway. Category is Glamour at Neuk-le-Zut. So for those who are as confused as I am, I basically learned through Google that is it a municipality on the water in West Flanders, sort of a beach resort of sorts. Um, so we're on to the runway. We're going to play Fashion Fish or Waterlogged. 
Are you ready? Mademoiselle Boop, no designers listed. I love this Siren of the Seas look. Has it been done in variations before? Of course, but this is Boop's version and I think I see her in it. Uh, the dark blue is a stunning color. I could have used a bit more contrast with the accent colors. Perhaps like the netting on the mollusks could have been a bit more pronounced. Um, the silver heels were stunning. I think her mug was sensational. One of the softest species she's given us and really got to highlight it because of the wet hair effect. Sure, it could have used a bit more pizzazz and sparkle, but I think this approach was fitting to who she is. What did you think of Mademoiselle Boop? No, I did. It wasn't. Yeah, I liked it. It fit the category. I mean, not like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But I would say overall, good, good job. Rita says when they met, she gave her pointers and notes to be funnier because it was overall very good. Could it have been funnier? Yes. Mosty says that her speech really touched him as it was well-written and flowed well. He thought the parts about boxes, categories, and labels were very well done. Luffy says her look was very well done in the makeup and hairstyling. The effect was perfect. She says she was not a fan of the fabric as it is a bit outdated and she looks older, which was a shame. She says it's more glam at the beach. I'll give it like a safe fashion fish. Yeah, yeah, you know, middle of the middle of the road, middle of the road. Audience liked it. 89% fashion fish, 11% waterlogged. Next up is Suzanne wearing a harness by Alexander McQueer. Uh, I think this is the Susan Camp we all love. I do not care if it's not a gown. This is a story. She's telling it to us. She's giving you an 80s inspired suit and skirt combo with humor as the seagulls are attacking her, and there is blood and bird shit on her head, all bedazzled. This is what I want when I see drag. It's funny. It fits the brief. And I know who the artist is. This is one of my favorite looks of hers all season long. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I think it's very, I think it's very like, you know, unique. Absolutely. Um, Have you seen the movie, The Birds? No, but I've heard about it. Um, So there it's, I believe it's based on a short story that I had to read, I think in ninth grade. Um, I'm reading it in my living room and I kid you not, as I'm reading this, a bird flies into the sliding glass door. Oh. I was fucking terrified. Yeah, go ahead and uh, that activity. Move on to something else. Good movie, though. Good movie. Rita says the last week she told her she really liked this happy, confident Susan in particular, and that Susan is back. She says her speech regarding identity speaks to her. She says where she is from, they have the same issues. She also appreciated that she shared her opinion clearly and was a unifier that brings people together of all nations and cultures. As far as her look, she sees bourgeois Susan and really liked it. She was expecting a very long, glamorous dress. Luffy says she had the guts to risk being creative to not follow the expectations of glam. So she says, well done on being daring. She wins points for being surprising, but is this chic or glam? She says it's hard to define, and Susan will say that she went for chic. Leo had the same questions as Luffy and wonders if it was something else. In terms of creativity, she thinks the look is brilliant. I do too. Fashion fish. Yes. Audience, 89% fashion fish, 11% waterlogged. Athena, look by Lord Fasquel, nails by Louisa Carton. This was going to be a knockout runway for her as she is the fashion queen. This is sexy, it's provocative in all the right ways. I love the crochet netting, creating a stunning silhouette and honoring the seaside theme. The glitter causing a water effect, I think was really, really brilliant. And the makeup was right. The rope and the netting creating a train really gave it that glamorous edge. Um, It's good. It's expected, but it's good. Yeah, I, I also I think 
Yeah, no notes, very good. No notes, none at all. I like it. <laughs> Luffy says they all felt how stressed she was for the speech. She says, fake it until you make it. She says, don't let them know as it's uh, that it's ruined the speech and she's stressing alone. She says the foundation was great and the writing was great, but the delivery was not so great. She says for the look, the skit she did with spitting the seawater really captured the theme for her, but she has the same doubts as is it Noke or any seaside town. Leo says, forget about that. For someone who was washed up on shore, she looks amazing. As far as the speech, she found it touching and could see all the slip-ups because she wanted to tell them everything so badly. She felt the urgency in her voice of wanting to say so many things that are important to her and her community. All right. Um, what else? What else? And then I'll go to Fashion Fish. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yep. Yeah, overall, pretty great job. Great job. This lady. was the audience favorite 95% Fashion Fish, 5% Waterlogs. And finally, Drag Queen Look and Jewels by Jamiaris, Nails by Viva More Nail Art. I think the orange creature that's almost like a puffer jacket was interesting. Obviously, we knew something was going to be underneath. The reveal left a bit to be desired as far as the garment. It's like a silver slip. That's all. There was nothing dynamic to it aside from what was on her face, which was very glamorous. The mug was sensational. The silver face piece was dynamic. I'm not sure I understood the story. And for that, it's just another week where Drag Queen's execution is not fully realized. Also, the shoes. Why is she wearing clear pumps? Drown them. It was fine. I didn't hate it. I was, and it's not for me. Would you wear it? No. No. It, it looks like it's, it goes above my head, probably. That's fair. Rita really liked her approach and confidence in the space. She looked them straight in the eye and didn't hesitate. She will note that she did go over the time limit. She says there were a lot of ad libs, so perhaps she could have cut those bits to fit the time limit. She likes the look a lot, but says the stomach area bothers her, as you can see the folds. Mostly says she is an amazing actress and says her eyes look so powerful and her ink work is crazy. He says it's impossible to not listen to her speak. He says when she mentioned the insults, he felt a little short of breath. Leo says she has big talent, big, big heels too, but mostly talent. I'm going to give this a waterlogged. Not for me. Uh, I'll get it right in the middle. Um, okay. Well, the audience, 63% fashion fish, 37% waterlogged. Now, before they deliberate, Rita has a question to ask them. Why should they choose them for the final? Were you ready for this question? Did you, If you were on the show, knowing you're an episode away on Drag Race, would you be ready and prepared to have an answer? In theory, yes. But like, it probably would still like sneak up on me, I think. I probably would be more focused on other things and be like, oh, crap. Shit, None of them, I felt, were prepared for this. They probably were just kind of like, oh, god damn, we're already at the finale. So Boop says it's a very good question. She says of the four of them, she is the one with the most experience. She's made drag her entire life, and it's her passion. She's had a lot of doubts, and even coming on the show, it was a challenge. But she stepped up to the plate and didn't think she would have made it beyond the second week. And she is still there and really wants to get to the finale. She fumbled. That that was a fucking terrible answer. Uh, Could be worse. 
Susan says her time there has been a bit turbulent. She was lost at the start, but in recent episodes, she found herself again. She says it's just crazy being there. She never thought she'd be surrounded by such talented people. She was always comparing herself to others, and she has to tell herself that she's talented and unique as well. And she can show off her creativity, her energy, and humor as well. She had a hard time showing this as there's a language barrier at work, but she's there now, damn it. Okay, the first part, terrible. The second part was great. Why why not start with the second part and 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 continue on that? It's just, it's just shit stuck up on her. Shit. Athena says that drag is a vital need. She needs it every day in her life to express herself. It's the gender she sees in her head, her fantasy, which helps her escape a lot of things from her past. It's why she is a perfectionist and why she's super hard on herself. She says she has tried to push forward to make it in the competition to get out of her usual comfort zone as she's quite rigid in her drag. She's tried to prove it to herself because she, when she got there, she didn't think she was good enough. She says competing with all the incredible people has been challenging and motivating. She says that after this journey, she is going to be much richer for it. And she never wants to do a dancing. She really wants to do a dancing challenge. And that's what she loves. And they haven't done one yet. She wants to fight until the very end. Better, better. I think she had a little more of a point there about why drag is important to her. Um, But she did ramble on a little bit more. And come on, she just wants to do a dancing challenge. She can keep that dancing challenge. (laughs) And drag queen says that they are not ready for it. Her look will be incredible. She says drag is a tool. It's personal, but it's also for the world. She says making it to the finale could allow her to use the tools to change things. That's what they all want. It's what she wants. Of course, she goes last. She had time to think about it. So, of course, you're going to have the best answer out of all four. Yeah, I I would be sitting there thinking about it. What would you say? You had time to think about it. I'd probably just say (laughs) something silly. What would you say? I I, I probably would say, like, one thing. I'd make it like a sandwich. Like, you know, one thing serious, one thing silly, one thing serious. A compliment sandwich. I love those. That's what we usually do when we critique um, drag contestants during a drag competition. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I would be silly, but I, I usually am pretty. I know my way around a joke. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, the queens are going to walk to the workroom. Drag queen feels like she will end up on top. They say that Leah was so cute and super sunny and super nice and said really nice things about them. Tina's feeling all right. She knows that she's in the bottom. Susan says it's a 50-50 chance, but Tina knows she's happy with her writing, but knows she could have performed better. But she says there is no way she's leaving before the finale. Would you rather go out the week of the before the finale or the week before the week before the finale? I'd rather be in as long as I can be. Yeah. So episode two, you'd be like, ah, peace out. I'm good. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, oh hey, I'm there until I'm not, right? It's true. It's true. Now, Susan is broken and doesn't know why. She was shocked at how emotional she was on the stage. She says she almost never cries, but thinks it's good that it came out. And I was like, she cried? Or was that cut? I don't remember her crying. I remember something. Maybe like a single tear. It probably was cut. I remember there being emotion. And I was like, that's kind of a lot of emotion. Yeah. But, you know, pressure cooker. Now, Quinn says that the further she goes, the more she opens up. She thinks Susan finds it hard to trust people, to which Susan says that and trusting myself. I hear you, girl. I don't even trust myself yet. And I'm old. I don't trust. No, I definitely. I don't think people should trust me. Yeah, that's true. Quinn wants her to get rid of her doubts and believe in what she does. Boop will chime in and say that that kind of stuff sticks with you as she's been fighting off her doubt for 37 years. Listen to the old lady. I I, I relate to her. Um, 37. 
that's a scary age. Yeah, good thing I'm not going to make it that far. Uh, honestly, same. Friends, this is it. Last year. Anyway, she Ooh. spent seven weeks doubting and doubting and doubting, and even with 17 years of drag under her belt. Um, that's almost more years than you've been alive. Yeah, almost. Um, I guess that's how it works. Shit. I guess Mademoiselle Boop could be your mom. She could be, but she's not. <laughs> Atina and Boop are mentally preparing to be in the bottom. Susan is there and is, she is sure that Quinn will be the winner of the week, but Boop wonders if she should be penalized for going over the three-minute time limit. What do you think? I guess I would take it into account if it's, like, close. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Then uh, Boop was like, oh, but Susan should be penalized for not doing glam. So I'm like, okay, so you didn't give humor boop didn't give glam quen didn't do the didn't time give, limit time, and didn't, didn't give uh, uh Martina just fumbled what which is the worst of all the evils it's one of them spiritualistic questions that ain't never gonna be an answered there it is all right well they are a great top four they deserve to be there Rita decides that Drag Queen is the winner of the week. And look over there. Her prize clearly wasn't ready for the day of the filming, but she wins the cruise. There was no voiceover. So I'm assuming it was a trip on a cruise or maybe it was the entire boat. Not too sure. Could you imagine if she just won an entire cruise ship? Yeah, but they, but, they, but no one to drive it. She just gets the boat and keeps <laughs> right? it in the yard. Um, I want to go on a cruise. Have you ever been on a cruise? I'm uh, not really a... Uh a water person i don't really don't fuck with boats like that no all right well susan is safe leaving atina and boop as the bottom two do you agree yeah that, that, that i'll allow that yeah well the song they're gonna lip sync to is leo's banana split such a fun song and wow trying to do that song in gowns how rude yeah that's that could have been a little better planning now, this will be the first time we see a Tina lip sync. And girl, um, that one is very good at the art of lip syncing. I, I was impressed. Hey, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Boop is strong, but you can see the fight in her was just not really left. They, they both did really well, though. Yeah, they both brought some humor and movement in their performance, but Tina was just a little more captivating on the stage. But let's talk about the real story here. Boop had a banana. I thought she was going to toss the peel on the floor to get Athena to fall. That's what you would do. No, because that requires like creativity to have that idea. Oh, okay. Well, I just gave it to you. Now you can do it to one of your opponents in the future. It's probably a liability or something, right? Probably. Okay, fine. Let's talk about the real, real story going on. And Tina had a banana up her ass. How long did she keep it up there? Probably a good while. I, um, I, I that was the guy. I can't the, probably since. Um, the first episode, probably. Maybe. Um, I'm not going to ask about you and bananas because what happens in Amsterdam? No, there's no bananas in Amsterdam. No Amsterdam. Okay, no bananas. Other fruit? No. Okay, you got to think about it. That you got to, got to, got to be sure. Um, but then the fact that they were eating it, choices. I was like, those were like brown bananas. Those were not right. Yeah, it didn't look like bananas. a fun time. I don't really yeah. fuck with bananas like that. You don't like bananas? It kind of tastes like baby food. 
I don't like that that kind that texture. It's too like okay, yeah, it's mushy. If you don't like mushy things, like it's not gonna be for you. Fine, fine, fine. In the end, it's Athena who will move into the finale. Booth leaves us. Do you agree? I guess. Um, I just liked Booth mostly because I liked her name. Do you think there was a world in which I don't know? We keep all four of them. In theory, yes, but I mean, I feel like if like the first season of a franchise, it's probably not. But I, I what are you talking like, about? I would have been fine Robert's with that. Hall in first season, we're like, no, we're going to bring all four of you, and everyone's like, why? Oh, I didn't watch that season because I don't, I don't mess with subtitles. Oh, that's right, that's right. Um, I don't know how to read. I know it's really hard for you. We're working on it, friends. We're working on it. I'm not. I asked the audience who they think should win the season. Here are the results. Yeah, the two people who watch it, um, what did they say? No, I had, I had, a, I had a good, good amount. Uh, 26% for Atina, 36% for Susanna, 43% for Drag Queen. That sounds about right. Yeah. But then we moved over to the hashtag team socials according to the worldwide fans on the Drag Race Belgique account. This is just specifically on the Drag Race Belgique account because apparently World of Wonder doesn't give a shit and didn't put anything on their accounts. Yeah, here I, are the I, I could tell. Here are the numbers we have. Um, Suzanne had 1,872 likes. Athena had 3,209 with Drag Queen 3,506. We'll save your opinion who's going to win in a second, but do you think these statistics, both from my listeners and to the um, social media likes, do you think that should play any factor into the winning decision? I mean, maybe not like in essence, but I think that like publics, like how the public and the fans would react should pay, should play a part. Like I'm not saying they should really go based on like who has the most likes, but I think who like the fan base really likes or who the fan base thinks would be a good winner would be important because yeah, it should be definitely be considered. Because um, you want listen, to be happy for the most part. Exactly. I mean, watching. we've definitely we've definitely seen seasons in the past couple years where. Uh, someone who like astronomically destroys everybody and in, in likes does not win. And then someone who is has the most will win. Um, definitely a factor in there. Um, Do you want to say a name about that or no? Oh, am I still bitter about Davina DeCampo not beating the Vivian? Absolutely. Okay. I, I wasn't sure what season you were referring to. So. <laughs> well, even I believe like with Alaska and Katya, I think Katya had more likes than Alaska did. But there's just no way in hell that Alaska was not winning that season. Yeah, I don't think it should be the only thing that matters, but I think it should play a bit of a role. Mostly just to avoid crowning somebody that everybody hates. I agree. All right, let's do it. Burning questions. What is Mademoiselle Boop's legacy, besides her awesome name? I think she kind of, you know, the old school... Goddamn. The uh, old school kind of... um, like she's kind of like the mother of the season, in a way. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, she was the, I believe, the oldest cast member, so... Wow, when 37 is your oldest cast member, maybe it's time to find some other legends. It wasn't like 32 the oldest in like season 14. Yeah, it was terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Who won the week? Who had the best episode? I think Quinn did. I will I agree. I I agree. And I would say now, I, I quite enjoyed Susan's. I think also, she did well. Like, I think they're well, really, I'm watching really it in French out. and reading the subtitles in French. So sometimes like humor parts might not translate as well for me. So sure. I feel like I kind of had a bit of a skew. I tried to not have too many personal opinions on how everybody did just because I'm like, a lot of it I think is like cultural and like linguistically based. Absolutely. Um, 
especially if it would have had like English subtitles, it probably would have helped just because they just people translating, I'm sure, would make some kind of effort to make it like understood, understood. But I, I think the both of them had good episodes. I agree. All right, they get to dance. It's the finale next week. And we have extra special guest judge, Drag Race Holland 2's winner, Vanessa Van Cartier. Please tell me you at least know who she is, right? Oh, I know who she is, yeah. Okay, okay. Former Miss Continental winner, trans oh, really? icon. Yeah, she, she I believe, was one of the um, biggest names to be a trans winner of Miss Continental. Um, I, I just didn't know that, like, that was international. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, after seven episodes, the winner of the season is. I think it'll be Drag Queen, but I, I would, I'd be, I would like it to be Susan. I just like her. But I, I, mean, just, I, I mean, my heart was is, like preseason. It was Susan Team, Susan Team, Susan. Um, I, I, I think she would be a really interesting winner. I, I wouldn't be mad if she won, but I just don't think it's in the cards. I agree. I think Drag Queen is probably going to win simply because she has the best track record. And she it would be a good representation of what this Belgian brand is. Yeah. And I guess track record shouldn't always be the one thing, but in a situation like this, which when it's one of the deciding factors. It's kind of how I feel about season 15. I'm like, when the track record is like this good, it you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it yeah. should be you could don't it's kind of like screwing someone over to have them not win whenever the track record's like outstandingly good. I agree. Listeners, wait till we record that episode. Ooh, I have opinions. Where can we find you on social media, Venom, and any projects you want to plug? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Miss Patricia Diamond. It's M I S S dot Patricia Diamond. Uh, and everything I do, like anything's going on, it's all on there. Yeah, I have kind of a one stop shop, the old Instagram is. Amazing. Right? Um, are all your new followers from Amsterdam following you? I actually got a bunch of uh, new because I went to a drag show in Amsterdam, so I actually got a few uh, the queens there. I was I was being the um, the film the uh, photo- videographer of the show. And and small world friends, Miss Patricia Diamond met friend of the podcast Scott Versailles. Yeah, she was really cool. I'm a big fan of her. She offered me a gig if I um come to Amsterdam, and I was do like, it, take it up, do it. She's well, I was amazing. Like, I was like, she was like, do you travel? I was like, well, I go to Maryland sometimes. But, <laughs> but I, I was like, I mean, that I, I would love that. Um, it's funny that you think I actually will be able to return to Amsterdam um, even more afford um, a ticket that includes checked bags. But if the situation arises, yeah, she was, she was so tre- such a treat. That's amazing. Well, you never know. You never know what will happen. Yeah, I, I liked her. I liked her vibe. And there was two other queens that, I was, um, that they were really good. They were cool. Cute oh. little Wednesday night show. That's fun. Well, Miss Patricia Diamond, it is always a pleasure having you here. Thanks for doing it. Hey, no problem, right? 